Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to the Full of Joy podcast today. I am beyond excited to share today's episode with you guys. I just listened to it back and it is just so good. Savannah, my guest today is Savannah O'Neill, and she is a fashion blogger and a content creator. And if you have ever thought about starting a fashion blog or ever thought about just creating content online or just showing up online, this is the episode for you. Savannah is just the real deal, and she's so sweet and so genuine that you're just going to want to be friends with her and follow her. So I will definitely link to all of her social media below. But I just really want to encourage you to really listen to this episode and um, take Savannah's advice is from such a heartfelt and sweet and honest place. And she just shares so many good tips and tools um, to show up as your best self online and really follow your intuition. And she talks a lot about how a lot of her um, platform and opportunities came naturally. So it's just a really cool story to hear. So I'm so excited to share Savannah's story with you and have her on the podcast. But before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that I have been doing giveaways in all of my recent episode intros. Um, and today I just wanted to remind you that I just released my full of joy workbook and it's totally free. So I wanted everyone to win the giveaway this week. So everyone that's listening can head to to the link in the show notes down below and on my Instagram and you can just put in your email and then you can download my free full of joy workbook. So the full of joy workbook is just kind of a compilation of a ton of my favorite mindset tools, journal prompts, um, different goal setting techniques that I use and just a lot of self-discovery. It's a really beautiful tool and I poured a lot of my heart and soul into it. It's 25 pages. I literally cannot believe that I'm giving it away for free. (laughs) The whole time I was working on it, I was not planning on it to be free. I was definitely going to charge for it. So I put a lot into it. But then as we were finishing it up and I was scrolling through it and looking at it every day, I was like, this is so good that this has to be free. Like this has to be in the hands of every single person that it can get to. So I encourage you to head to my Instagram or head to my website or just the link in the show notes and download my free full of joy workbook. That is my gift to you. Also, if you enjoy the Full of Joy podcast, thank you so much. Um, I encourage you to subscribe, leave me a rating, and take a screenshot if you're listening and post it on Instagram and tag me so I can see who's listening. I love connecting with you guys. Also, I am so excited because this episode of the Full of Joy podcast is sponsored. Having this podcast sponsored was a huge goal for me this year, and it just allows me to create more episodes, interview more amazing guests like Savannah, and share more valuable content with you. So thank you to our sponsors, and we'll hear more about them later on in the episode. So let's talk a little bit more about today's guest, Savannah. Like I said, Savannah is a fashion blogger and a content creator. Her story is very inspiring and very relatable. I think a lot of us can relate to her and oh my gosh, if you need some shopping inspiration, like if you want to do some retail therapy, (laughs) Savannah's content is the place to look. She just has the cutest style, but really her real value is in her story and how she got started and how she just continues to follow her intuition and create her own path for herself. So let's go ahead and jump in with Savannah O'Neill. So I want to hear, take me all the way back. Take me back to the beginning of... Sav Rose Instagram. <laughs> How did you get started? Like, what was your yeah. really launch point? Take us all the way back. 
So I had been doing a lot of e-commerce modeling. So my mom's a photographer. I've been taking pictures my whole life. Um, and I had been doing, obviously, modeling for years. So I was always posting pictures, but just casually posting stuff. Um, I was a fashion major at the University of Georgia. And so that kind of helped inspire me to start something. It, it kind of Half of it was just casual and half of it was deliberate, I would say, starting the blog. So when I was working my e-commerce job, I had a girl that was working there. She was one of my friends and she just brought it up. She said, hey, have you thought about joining Like to Know It? And I was like, no, what is that? And she was like, oh my gosh, you would kill it. You just post your outfits. You can link them. You can make commission off of it. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so I literally just kind of hopped in. I kind of just fell into it. And I feel like I've just been falling ever since then. But that's kind of how I started, just as casual. And then, then I realized you can actually make money with this. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's so interesting. So that kind of leads me into, I see, well, okay. From your Instagram, I feel like you have a lot of opportunities. And like you said, like you got your start with e-commerce modeling. So I'm sure you have yes. connections there. But yes, so many girls that want to start, they want to make money from this, obviously. So right. like you said, there's like, but yeah, with like brand collaborations or, you know, there's just so many ways to connect and network in social media. So like, how oh, are yeah. you getting in touch with brands? Like, do you have a team who does that for you or any services you use? Like, how does that work for you? Okay. So at the moment, I would love to have a team right now. It's just, it's just me. It's just your girl. So I typically am just responding to the emails that I get. I would say 80% of the stuff that I do and of the work that I get is emails coming to me. Um, 20% I would say is if I tag, like, let's say I tagged a brand or I reached out sometimes, um, it's happened for me in the past where if I really love a brand and if I tag them in a picture, I kind of, my motive behind that is I think, okay, they'll see this. Hopefully we can have at least some sort of relationship out of just me tagging them, you know, organically me posting them. Um, so I would say about 20% of my work has come from that. And then the other has been them reaching out to me. Um, but definitely would love to have some sort of PR, you know, marketing team. I think that's, especially now, just with it being so saturated, I think that's super important for sure. And I think you already stand out. So then having that, like, I don't know, someone in your corner would, would yes. again, be really helpful. So like you said, you were kind of casual about it, but also kind of yes. deliberate about it. Yeah. And that's so funny because I relate to that so much. Like, I think since I started posting on Instagram and just on social media in general, like so much of my content has shifted around so much oh. based yes. off of like how I'm feeling or what I'm going through. 100%. Even my fashion has, like, even my style has oh, changed. Oh, yes. Yes. So, yeah, I think it's cool that you kind of lean into that intuition side of it where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. Like, yeah, I might not yeah. have this like deliberate plan, but I'm just going to try it and we'll see. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about how you said, like, maybe you'll even just tag somebody like yeah do you think like tagging and like hashtagging and like using the tools that they give you do you yes. think it works I think it's very helpful I think it's so difficult to know 
the ins and outs of Instagram at the moment. The algorithm, as you, I'm sure you are just like, it's frustrating sometimes. But I would say utilize every tool that you're given. So take advantage of the hashtags, take advantage of the tagging, because you just never know. Like some magical, you know, serum could happen where you're posting a photo, you hashtag, you tag, and you just never know who's going to see it. So that definitely is something I think is important, you know, always take advantage of, you know, whatever you're given. And you just never know, something could happen where months and months go by and you're like, oh, nobody's seeing my content or I feel like I'm not getting, you know, extra engagement or these brands aren't seeing it, but it could just be that one off time. And that's, I feel like what happened to me, it was just, you know, a one-off thing where I was like something, you know, somebody saw my picture and from there, things kind of just develop further. So you just never know. It just takes that one time. (laughs) Yes. It takes the consistency. You're really good at consistency. I see your Instagram stories just about every day. You post something every day and you can tell that you put a lot of time and effort into your posts. You really do. And I think that that's where your value is. So in terms of like your content creation, like what's your process? Like, I think that can be intimidating for someone starting. So like, do you plan your locations? Um, Do you plan your outfits? Like, do you plan your IG grid? Because Yes. Like, or are you always like at beautiful places in beautiful outfits? <laughs> oh, I wish, I wish Birmingham needs to step it up because we're lacking a little. I will say that I tell people, I'm like, I have about six to seven locations in Birmingham that I just kind of have to cycle through and just hope nobody realizes I'm in the same spots. Um, I'm, I definitely, I use a program called Unum. So it's just like one of the grid, you know, where you just use your grid, plan that out definitely plan my outfits. I've kind of had to release some of my perfectionism because I do get a little picky about locations, about outfits. I like colors to kind of be cohesive. I know you're the same. You're me and you are like neutrals girls. (laughs) So I kind of have to release a little bit of the perfectionism because at the end of the day, I think there's a fine line between trying to have a perfect feed, trying to make sure it's super aesthetically pleasing when then you're, you're just trying to engage with the everyday girl. And so she's not super worried about what your feed is looking like. She's more concerned about what you're providing. So if you're providing great content, if you're providing sales, clothing, makeup tips. Um, so that's where I think the focus totally needs to be is what you're providing those people who are coming to your page. All right, girl, listen up. Do you need a website ASAP or maybe your website needs a little facelift? If you don't have the budget for a full custom design, listen up. The Styled Square creates fully customizable Squarespace website templates that are easy to use and maintain your beautiful aesthetic. But more importantly, their websites are built for seamless user experience that will lead to conversion, aka making money. And who doesn't love that? Think of these templates as your website building blueprint. Grab a coffee and make the template your own. Just change the fonts, colors, and imagery, and boom, a beautiful and functional website at a fraction of the price. Isn't that just the best? To learn more about the Styled Square website templates, head to thestyledsquare.com and use our exclusive promo code to save 15%, full of joy pod 15. I will have this all in the show notes down below. Goodbye, website 
website, Struggle Bus, Hello Styled Square. Can I just say I love how my followers are also growing with me. I have so much fun getting to know some of you in chat in the DMs and it's so fun because I've related to some of you who have also started your own online business or started selling products. And one of the top questions I get is how to do the order fulfillment, especially when you're already so busy. Did you know that you don't have to ship your own orders? That's where FulfillRight comes in. FulfillRight can take care of your order fulfillment for you, saving you time, money, and stress, of course. And that means more time doing what you love and creating more resources for your following. FulfillRight is the most trusted name in order fulfillment. Help boost customer satisfaction and scale your business faster with a logistics partner that feels like an extension of your team. FulfillRight offers same-day shipping, real-time order and inventory tracking, dedicated customer service, and volume-based discounts. To learn more about how FulfillRight can help you grow your business, go to fulfillright.com, F-U-L-F-I-L-L-R-I-T-E.com, and put your orders on autopilot. Yeah, what do you provide? That's a really great question to ask. Yeah. Um, with sales, this is something I've always wondered myself. Are you like, do you have notifications from like Nordstrom and things like to know when sales are happening? Or are you like shopping? Like, how do you keep track of those sales? Because I benefit from it. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. But how do you know about all the sales? Girl, I'm a shopaholic a little bit. So I'm constantly, <laughs> I would say every day, it's a little, <laughs> yeah, my husband's like, you don't need to buy one more thing. I'm like, I'm doing it for the people too. But <laughs> I'm constantly on the internet. I'm constantly looking at stuff. I do get emails every now and then from, you know, different companies that'll say, hey, this weekend we're having 20, 40% off. So then I'll try and notify, you know, my followers and notify all the people that I think it'll be interested to. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think that's one of the aspects that I have to remind myself too, as part of the job is just, hey, that's your job is looking at all the brands, looking at the new arrivals, looking at if there's any new sales, and then making sure you're posting that to everybody to see. So for sure. Yes, it's, I think that there's like a very large misconception about like fashion and beauty bloggers or content creators right. that you just look beautiful and you post a picture in your outfit. Like there's oh, so true. much behind the scenes research. Oh. There's so much even research into like how exactly you want your photo to look. And then all the tools, like you yes. said, you're going to utilize all the tools to make it perform, to make it worth your time. So, right. Um, if you were, you know, starting over now, like say it's 2021 yes. and you've just been in lockdown and you're like, gosh, I ordered all these cute clothes in lockdown. I want to start a fashion blog. Yes. <laughs> what, <Right>. are your, <laughs> what are your like essentials for starting? So I know you're super consistent, but like, what would be your yeah. top priorities? Is it like building your community? Like you have, is it the content? Like what's your top priorities if you were starting now? So I would say, I mean, I think content is huge and I get a lot of DMs a lot of times asking about my pictures, asking about editing. I feel like I've come a long way of being able to pick out a photo that I feel like is super engaging that I feel like will resonate with people and will catch somebody's attention. So I think that's 
important to have some great content that you feel like is very eye-catching because there's so much out there. So you need to make sure at least you're putting, you know, a decent amount of effort and thought into that picture because that is what people are going to remember and go back to your page and that will generate sales and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. But past that, community is obviously so huge because if you don't have that influence and that relationship with your followers, you probably won't get that sell through. So that's something, even if you have a ton of clothes and you can't get to a feed post, if you can hop on stories and you can post a great try on, if you can post some cute, even cute little snaps on your stories, I think that because people can DM you and you can DM back, that's mm -hmm. such a great tool is to make sure that you're on stories and really communicating with people. Mm, that's a great way to put that. Yeah. That's like where the value is. Honestly, yeah. I feel like, yeah, times are changing. That's it. Like you were saying, the algorithm is always changing, like stories and reels and just that kind of casual content is performing so yeah. much better than oh. just an Instagram grid post. Like literally almost like your Instagram grid is your packaging, but yes. your stories are the product, the value. Literally, literally, I went through a phase where I really wasn't posting on stories much because I didn't understand the value of them. And so I was super focused on content, which like I said, I think is important. I think it, you know, initially when somebody goes to your page, they're going to see kind of what you have to offer and see if your style resonates with them, if it's something that they want to follow along. So I do think that's something to definitely put some thought and some extra, you know, attention to, but people don't, know you off of your pictures they're not going to be able to engage with your personality they're not going to be able to connect with you and it was funny because I was following this comedian at one time and hilarious her name's Heather McMahon I don't know if you've ever followed her but she is so funny huge story poster she doesn't really post on her feed and honestly I didn't even notice it because I was so engaged with her on stories and I just thought she was so funny that that really didn't matter to me if she posted once a month on her feed. Um, she could post yeah. every day, all day on her stories. I was like, well, that's good enough for me because I feel like you've kind of created this relationship with them, even though it's a pseudo relationship, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. But I think that's so important for people now is to really create a brand for themselves on stories so that people can connect. Let me write that down because that's the tea. That girl is the tea. I'm telling you, I mean, that's like what TikTok, basically, I feel like TikTok is one giant story at this point. And I feel like that's why TikTok has been such a great growth, um, like catalyst for people, which I have not utilized that yet. I'm not huge. <laughs> I need to get on there because I do know people love that. People just love to see you. They want to resonate with you. They want to feel like, oh my gosh, it's just my girlfriend from up the street, you know, telling me how great this $10 t-shirt is or something like that. So yeah, you have done such a good job of positioning yourself as that friend that you can rely on that you can you. look to for shop. Yes. Yeah, such a good job. And I think, I, that, that. I think it's a natural skill that you were born with and, or that your mom taught you because well, I appreciate it, that. <laughs> it, yeah, it comes across obviously as genuine because it is, so with that, like I was saying, your outfits and your fashion, your beauty, your hair and everything is yeah. your self-expression and your creativity and people that want to get started in this, you know, right. putting yourself online is so intimidating. 
Yeah. And there are so many people that view you as your friend and like, they just love you. But then there's also that possibility of criticism or, yes. you know, just like harsh or misunderstandings. So how do you kind of move past those obstacles? Like, do you just put the roadblocks on and you're like, no, like I'm posting this. I deserve this. Like I'm taking my picture in public. That's the other thing I want to ask about taking your picture in public. Oh yeah. How mm-hmm. do you move past those obstacles of other people's judgment? So this is interesting because I actually have a story from high school where I'll keep it brief because it's long, but I was in a super close group of girls and long story short, it was a horrible, horrible bullying situation that happened to me. So I was very targeted, super bullied by my closest, bestest friends. So honestly, I look back at that because it was so terrible. Thank God I have a super strong family and I was dating Travis at the time. He was so wonderful to me, but I kind of look at that as almost setting me up for social media because I just kind of learned to not care and you just can't care. You just have to just let those judgments go. And it's funny because there's a huge um, blogger, something Navy, I think her Ariel Charnas, or I'm not sure if that's how you say her last name. But she had talked about this when she was first starting her blog and she just said she got so much judgment from friends. But then when she grew and she had the success that she did, those same people reached out to her and said, Hey, can you give me any tips on how to start a blog? And she's like, it's just so funny because that just goes to show you just don't worry about it because those same people will probably one day wish that they wouldn't have because now they want what you have. Mm -hmm. Um, which isn't an, obviously that's not a reason to do something, but it's a reason to remind yourself just to not worry because at the end of the day, the people that are having issues with you posting cute outfit photos, that's something to do with them. That has nothing to do with you. Um, and as long as, you know, you are just doing you and you're being positive and you're adding something great to a space, that's something to be proud of. So yeah, I would just say, don't worry about it. And you just focus on you and just do it because it's great. And there's so much great that can come from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're a great example of that. So many great opportunities that you've been able to have and share yeah. and yeah, be an example of what's possible. And yeah. that just goes to show that following that casual intuition will lead you where you're supposed to go. And then other people are going to want to be there too. They do. They do. So if you're worried about somebody, you know, for a hot second there, for sure. When I first started it, I definitely had thoughts like, what are those girls from high school who like had issues with me? Are they going to, is this embarrassing? Are they going to think it's so awkward that I'm getting on here and I'm saying, you know, Hey guys, look at this or this. And then I just had to think, why am I worried? Like, what does it matter? What does it matter? It doesn't matter. And this is something truly, especially if you really have a passion for it, you really can build a great business from it. And in the same breath, you can actually connect with so many people, not just fellow peers and fellow bloggers, but you really can connect with so many girls. And it's, it's so awesome getting to talk to different people and just feeling like you've really built a relationship with girls that, you know, are different states away. And it's just, it's just awesome. Yeah, totally. Halfway across the world. Yeah. Um, Something that I learned too, because that's something that I struggled with even this year when I've started to kind of be more vulnerable with my content and share other people's stories is I feel a big job to show up as perfect. 
And so like you said, I want to work on releasing the perfectionism. And I think even my perfectionism can show up as, um, what's that word when you're not productive? Oh, oh, procrastination or something like that. Yes. Yes. My perfectionism shows up as procrastination 110,000%. So I really want to work on that. So I was, um, I think I was listening to a podcast or something about with a life coach and she was talking about you know, dealing with that, um, fear of judgment and fear of like people laughing yeah. at you. And she was like, okay, if you can literally picture that person from high school, like, can you block them? Can you right. just mute them and like, just take them away from your Instagram altogether, your social media altogether. Like we are so lucky. We have social media where there's so many tools to literally block and delete. <laughs> so literally, I was like, literally. I could just do that. Like, no, it's so true. Literally, it's so true. there's so much inner work. Yeah, there is so much like inner work that you can do to work on that in yourself. But ultimately, if you are just stuck on this like one person or group of old friends, you can actually just block and delete. <laughs> no, oh my gosh, that's so true. It's so true. Just like let that go. Just who cares? Because you really only want people there too. Of course, you're gonna get the people. You're always gonna get it. The people that just always have something maybe a little snarky to say or. Who knows somebody that just may say something behind your back about what you're posting or and it all is stemming from some sort of jealousy. Like that is just what you have to remind yourself. People who are truly happy in themselves and they're truly, you know, content with themselves, they're really not worried about what you're doing. But it's the people who kind of have a focus on you and it it's probably in a jealous way that they're so focused on you because there's no other reason to be. So you kind of can take it slightly as a compliment and say, well, I'm obviously doing something over here for them to pay attention to me. And like you said, if it gets to the point where it's really just kind of too in your mental space and it's, it's causing you too much distress or anything, hit the block, goodbye, and then no more, then you're good. So it's so true. We're so lucky for that block button. <laughs> We're so lucky. And I know that that's truth because I've experienced that. Like I've really been this year trying to be like the most honest with myself that I've ever been Yes. and letting myself like be embarrassed, letting myself be uncomfortable with my thoughts. So when thoughts come up, when I'm like, when I feel like, oh my God, what is not you? Of course, but I'm yes. like, what is this girl posting? Like, what is this girl wearing? When those thoughts come yes. up, I'm like, what am I really thinking here? Like, Am I jealous that she has like flat abs? Am I jealous that she's on a yacht? Like, am I actually thinking she's ugly or am I actually thinking, God, she's lucky? Almost like this tug of war between admiration and jealousy and you're struggling with that. And so sometimes it can look like judgment coming across from us. And I think that's great. Like what you said, when you just kind of take a pause and you think about it, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to choose to be happy for her because at the end of the day, I am, and I love what she's doing. And so I, I think that in turn, same kind of thing for the people that you're worried about are doing that to you. You just kind of have to, to not worry about that and understand that that's probably the mental tug of war that they're going through too. Mm, mental tug of war. That's beautifully said. Especially this year, especially this year, we're all struggling. Oh. We got, everyone's got their own issues going on. So <laughs> very well said. Truly. Truly. <laughs>
truly let's leave let's leave the haters in 2020 so i want to talk about you have literally built this business on your own um and like you said like you don't really have a team around you i know you have support which is super important yeah but about like your gifts and your skills like are you super good at time management are you super good at being like the visionary of your brand yes Um, like what are your gifts and skills and how are you using them to your advantage okay so I think my top two gifts are definitely um being a people person and I'll go into that in a second but being a people person and then also for sure the photo and creativity side of things. I wish that I could say I'm very um, like organized and I'm not a person that has a calendar and, you know, I write out when my content is going to go. I wish that were me. That's not, that's not me. That's amazing. If that is you, I need to learn that skill set. but unfortunately, no. So when it comes to the people person side of things, um, I would say that that really is a huge factor of how my platform grew. So when we initially moved to Birmingham, I I obviously had started, you know, looking at like to know it, posting outfit photos, stuff like that. But I was still probably at between three and 5,000, which I think is great. And I think that you definitely, if you have influence with your followers, you can be making great commissions off of that. So that's not an issue, but I was struggling with how I'm gonna grow. So when I moved here, there was a clothing brand called These Three. Um, They're still here. Amazing family, amazing group of girls. And my husband was like, you should reach out to them and see if you could model for them. And it's a family of sisters. They're all absolutely gorgeous and they don't need models. (laughs) So I was like, they're not going to need me. Like, there's no way. They're all so beautiful. Well, it just so happened that Peyton, the oldest sister, was pregnant at the time. So she wasn't modeling. So I was able to kind of hop in and take that role for the time being. They had a huge platform. They were extremely popular on social media and just getting to know them, they wanted to help me out and they wanted to see my platform grow. So just by connecting with them, I remember at one point they were like, let me post you. I want to, I want to see how many followers that you can get. Like, we want you to grow. We want you to be successful. So I think really connecting with people, reaching out to people, just creating relationships. You never know. Obviously you want it to be in a genuine manner, but if you're doing it in a positive way, you really never know what can happen from that relationship. So I think that's been huge. Um, And just taking opportunities as they come because you obviously meet so many people. There's so many opportunities where you never know what's gonna come from that opportunity. Even if it's something that you're like, well, I'm not looking forward to driving down for, you know, a launch of something. Well, you might meet somebody and then something could happen and stem from that. So I would just say, especially when you're starting out, just take every opportunity that you can that's given to you. Um, because for one, it's a blessing that you're given these opportunities. So I think it's great to be thankful, take it as a blessing and really just embrace everything that you're given and just cultivating all those relationships that you're given. Um, and then photos, creativity, that's definitely a huge, strong suit for me, just from taking photos in the past, being comfortable in front of the camera, which if you're not comfortable, that's okay. I know tons of people who were not comfortable, you get comfortable. So don't worry about that. That's something, you know, if anybody's listening and they're like, I hate being in front of the camera. I think that's majority of people. They don't feel super comfortable. 
but you get comfortable and that's, you know, something that's obviously super beneficial is just to really work on that skill because you'll definitely be doing it. If not on stories, definitely posting on your feed for sure. Yeah. And with being comfortable in front of the camera, you're in control here. Like you can set up your tripod and edit and edit and edit. edit. (laughs) Oh, you're in control. So true. I, before I ever started doing Instagram, I was like, I'm going to be a YouTube beauty blogger. So you can imagine the first time (laughs) I filmed one of those makeup videos. I mean, I think it took me like four hours probably because I was so uncomfortable and I was like, I hate this. I'm so awkward. And you know, you just get used to it. And then it's, it's like with anything with practice, with, you know, consistency, it just becomes something else that you do. So, yeah. Um, going along with that. So obviously you have those connections with different boutiques and um, so many brands, but did you have any intentional mentors or like intentional courses or YouTube, um, videos that you watched, or did you just kind of self-learn through trial and error? I would say, one thing that I was lucky enough to have was just being able, being connected with people. So I didn't necessarily look at anything like that. I didn't intentionally look for content that I felt like, um, was going to catalyst, you know, catapult me into that direction. But if I wouldn't have met those people, if I didn't feel like I'd had those connections or anything, hundred percent, there is so much great content and so many great, like you said, YouTube videos, podcasts, to help you navigate this because it's, it is difficult, especially when you have no idea, obviously like looking in retrospect, when I was at the beginning of this, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how often I should post. I didn't know, can I make money? How much money can I make? You know, you just don't know anything. And so if that were me now, and I didn't have the connections that I did, didn't meet anybody, 100% take advantage. It's so helpful. And it just takes the guessing out of everything so that you just, mm-hmm. you feel comfortable because it is an industry at the end of the day, you know, people yeah. should be transparent because there is a business and there's so much potential in it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think this, uh, this podcast episode is a great place to start. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it absolutely is. And you're right. It is an industry. It is a really well-respected business. So you have given so many amazing tips. So what is next for Savannah O'Neill's content creation? How can we get involved and where can we find you? Yes. Okay. Well, my Instagram handle is Savrose. So that's S-A-V-R-O-S-E-E to ease the end. Um, Of course, I'm just, I am just, I'm always staying in my little lane, but I'm trying to just continue to grow, continue to connect with all sorts of types of girls and followers. And I hate even saying that like followers, because I feel like when I connect with people, it feels, it's so much deeper than that. So it doesn't even feel like that. We need a new term. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) we need a new term. But so looking to do that, um, obviously just continue growing that aspect and, you know, maybe build a house here in a little bit, have a few kiddos in a few years. (laughs) (laughs) We will see. We've got a whole five to 10 year plan that's in my head right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Well, this was so inspiring. You're just full of so many good tips. And I just want to really encourage everyone listening to this to go follow you because not only did you share so much here, but you share so much every single day. So thank you so much for all that you do. You're so inspiring, so beautiful and have the best clothes. So. <laughs> oh, well, that's you too. That is you too. So <laughs> I appreciate you so much.